Hi, welcome and thank you for listening to the Fearless Adventure podcast. My name is Fearle and I'm taking you with me on a journey. In this podcast, I will give you a glimpse into my location independent free life. I will tell you about the challenges of online entrepreneurship as a nomad, about finding the right mindset to grow and how you can experience real freedom in your own non-nomadic life. My name is Fearle and welcome to Fearless Adventure. Hey, hello. I'm so happy that you're here for another episode of the Fearless Adventure podcast. It's been a while again, and that's just because I want to really record about topics that I have something to share about, but also that is is part of my business a little bit. I've been recording lots of episodes that are not part of the programs that I record or not part of the, the topics that I usually talk about. And then it's it's nice to talk about certain topics, but it needs to add on to my business as well. Otherwise, it doesn't really make sense. So I've been thinking a little bit about what kind of episodes I want to record. And for today, it is an episode about love languages. And I have been sitting on this episode for a while now. And today I really felt that I needed to record it. Uh, I tried to record it <laughs> before, but my internet wasn't working. The program that I recorded in wasn't working. My mic didn't want to connect. All, all types of things. Usually there's in the weekends, there's also a lot of people working in the garden. So I have lots of background noise and I don't want that. So today was the perfect circumstances to record. But my niece is here and I want to, I just want to spend time with her instead of being busy working. So it was a, a decision that I needed to make, but I thought it was time to record this episode today. And I think it's actually, it's the perfect time because when she's here, I'm thinking a little bit more about love languages than I normally am because I want to give her the time of her life. I want her to feel seen. I want her to feel loved. So it is actually the perfect moment to record this, even though by doing that, I'm upstairs and not with her. But yeah, let's just get started. First of all, you might think love language. What the hell is that? Well, the love language is the way that you feel loved or express your love towards others. So you might speak the same language speaking like verbally but you might not express the same love language and it's funny because in my relationship I am together with someone that's not from the Netherlands so we speak a different language but our love language is actually pretty the same so that makes it pretty easy for us even though by speaking different languages we might have more difficulties (laughs) understanding each other I know he's listening. I know we understand each other. But sometimes it's hard to express yourself in a different language. For me, sometimes it's still harder to say something in English when I've been talking a lot of Dutch. I noticed the first seconds I recorded this podcast, I needed to really (laughs) shift my thinking into English again. So that might be harder if you're in a relationship that you have different languages. But it's also difficult if you don't speak the same love language. And first of all, I want to point out that there's a difference between expressing and receiving love. So my way of expressing love might be slightly different than the way I want to receive love. So that's something that you want to keep in mind while I'm talking about all this. And something that's important to know is that you might relate to all of them, 
but there's always one or two that are your most preferred languages. So there are five languages that I'm going to tell you about, and I will get to that in a second. I first want to say that, of course, I am not a relationship therapist, and I don't want to be a relationship therapist, but this is still a topic that comes up every once in a while in my coaching. I think it's because it's an important part of life. Everyone wants to be loved. Everyone feels love, hopefully. And I think it's it's important. It's also important in your business. And I am going to prepare a masterclass about this topic. So I want to make a masterclass about love languages in business. So if you want to know more about that, go to the show notes. And you can find them at fearlessbusiness.nl slash 65. Um, but the masterclass isn't here yet. But you just you can let me know that you want to be informed. And I will tell you when it is. And otherwise... Follow me on Instagram at fearless, V-E-E-R-L-E-Z. And I will put the link in the show notes because I know it's a hard handle in English. But yeah, I will keep you up to date and I will keep my Instagram up to date when I'm going to do this masterclass because I cannot wait. I'm looking forward so much to talk more about this. All right, let's dive in. There are five different love languages and I'm going to first tell you which five there are and then I'm going to dive deeper and give examples and everything. And I cannot wait to get started about this topic. I love it. I just recorded this episode in Dutch. So if you're a Dutch listener, you can go to the Reisende Strijdster podcast and I will tell you everything about it in Dutch. That might be easier or not. This is also fine. All right. So the five love languages are words of affirmation, quality time receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. And now I am going to explain all the five languages. So the first one that I want to point out is words of affirmation. And that can be the, yeah, the verbal acknowledgements of affection. So that can be the I love yous, giving compliments, but it can also be digital communication. And I think that might be good to mention This is all based on a book of Gary Chapman. And the book is called Five Love Languages. Um, But when this book was written, I don't think we were communicating online as much as we are now. So he doesn't mention this, the digital communication. And that's something I added to it. Because I think it's important to, to add the way of communicating digitally to this as well. Because it's it's really about words. So... Someone who has words of affirmation as their first love language might might want to have lots of affirmation in text. So it might be someone that's constantly texting you or wants to be really f- visible in your Instagram or Facebook. So it's not only about the, the texting and the writing, but it can also be the more digital way of expressing your love. So it's really, it's about encouragement. It's about affirmation, empathizing, But it can also be about listening actively. So make time to have conversations. But it can also be that someone, if someone has this love language, you you might want to send unexpected notes or texts because it makes them feel loved. It makes them feel seen and they really want this. That's all they want actually to, well, maybe not all, but that is their main way of expressing their love. If this is their way, they want to, know that you value them and you need to tell them that so it can be in compliments 
oh, you look nice today or oh, well done is I think it's an important one. And I think this is for me a way of expressing my love more than I like to receive it because there can definitely be a difference between that. I am someone who's constantly cheering everyone on. And I think it's, I developed that a lot during my work as a volunteer coordinator at festivals because you want to connect quickly with everyone and it's not possible to do that in every love language. And I think this is the easiest way and it's a nice one to spread energy. So words of affirmation is definitely high on my list of expressing, but maybe not of receiving. Yeah, I really, I, I do like this love language a lot. The second one is quality time. And this is the most common for both men and women. So I think a lot of people in the world have this as their highest love language. And it's about actually spending time together. But spending time together is not all that there is to this. Because I think it's really about undivided attention. So no distractions, being mindful together. So that is active listening. It's it's about not getting distracted while you're doing something. So you can have time that you have conversations. You can have quality time by cooking together or go on adventures. I think uh, me and my boyfriend are really focused on quality time a lot, even though it's not our main love language i think it's our second we always make time for adventures and doing stuff together as well and sometimes we don't and that's totally fine as well but it, it depends if we're together in the same country or if we're apart if we're apart we need to schedule in calls because otherwise we don't feel connected uh, and when we're together non-stop 24 7 then we do go on lovely adventures but sometimes we're just both working on our laptops or reading books, that's totally fine as well. But you need to communicate about this a little bit, I guess. You need to really dig deep in what someone feels is quality time. Because I remember that in one of my previous relationships, we, I think he had quality time a little less on the list than I did. And he was always doing stuff and I was I wanted to spend time together and I felt so unseen because he was always doing everything except spending time with me. So yeah, this, this can be something that you really need to make time for. Uh, and I think it's really about uninterrupted and focused time together. So make sure that if you're together, that you're not on your phone. And if you are on your phone, Tell them like, hey, this is what I'm doing and I need to do that for five minutes and then I'm totally yours. I think if you do that, then it's fine. But you need to be mindful about it. And another way of of, of really taking time... No, not making time. Of keeping this in mind when this is not your love language, make sure you're you're on time. Make sure to just put your phone away and be in the moment with the person. But like I said, this is the most common one. So a lot of people have this one as their love language. So I think the the most important lesson is just to put your phone away. Because we are always on our phones these days. We're so influenced by it. I actually have a program about that. And it's called Digital Detox. You can check it out in the show notes. But yeah, it is something of this time that we're always doing multiple things at once. And I actually know that when... Uh, when my boyfriend and I are apart and we're on the phone, I am someone who's cooking and doing all the stuff. And I can tell by his face that he's sometimes like 
what the hell are you doing? We're calling. You shouldn't be <laughs> focused elsewhere right now. So I know that I can be a little bit more mindful about this and not schedule cooking time during the calls as well. So yeah, that was quality time. Then we're going to the third one, and that's receiving gifts. So receiving gifts, it's not actual, actually about the material gifts. It's more about the the thoughts that are behind it. So it's more a visual symbol of the love. And for me, this is the love language that I struggle the most with. I have a birthday this week and I've been going crazy about what to buy and I still haven't thought of it. So yeah, I don't know what to buy for someone and that's really hard for me. So if this is not your love language, you need to really be be thinking about what it is that you are gonna buy in the future so my way of (laughs) of going around this is i have lists of everything that i might want to buy for someone and i write down like six months in advance what to buy for someone as a gift so that when the time comes and i need to buy a gift that i have something but of course i don't have this for everyone so the birthday i have next week i have no clue what to buy we'll figure it out later but it's really about buying or or creating thoughtful gifts it doesn't even matter if it's it's something that someone made themselves it's about the thought and if you struggle with this you really need to keep in mind the values of the person you're giving the gift to i once made the mistake to buy someone a gift my best friend i bought her a hula hoop but i bought it in a color that was my favorite color and not hers or at least it was i think the color in itself was okay-ish but it wasn't yet the right tone of color. So it was a very neon color because I am very neon and out there with the colors and she's not. So I should have thought about that and bought another set of colors. But yeah, I didn't. I'm sorry. Next time, I know. So this is for me one that I struggle with. But I think you can work around it a little bit by planning it a little bit more, taking photos if someone mentions that they like something so you can go back to buy something. Um, And another way around is, is I think that when you leave intentional love notes that it might be a nice gift as well. So leaving love notes is actually a combination of words of affirmation and receiving gifts. So I really like to find ways to combine multiple love languages because that way it is easier to fulfill the needs of your partner so that's why i sometimes give examples of love languages together instead of just one all right so that was the third one and i really struggle with this one so if you do have more tips on how to buy the best gifts for someone let me know all right the fourth one is acts of service and acts of service is just about making life easier for the person that you love so this this can be that you make soup when someone is sick or that you bring coffee or breakfast in bed in the morning or you help them with fixing stuff and i think this is the love language that i really grew up in because both my parents are really high on the acts of service list i think my father a little bit more than my mom but i i know my dad loves it when he's fixing stuff for other people and he will always offer to to help out if you have a task that's a little bit too hard. He's always the one that helps. And my mom is always the one that will bring you soup, will cook you dinner, will give you 
um, vegetables from her garden if you need that or the eggs. So I think my mom is more acts of service and receiving gifts or giving gifts actually. But yeah, it's, I really, I'm so brought up with this one. And I think that's why I, <laughs> I don't really need that much acts of service, but sometimes I do. Uh, but if you have a partner that has this high on the list and you are not that good at offering your help, you can just ask sometimes like, what can I do to make this easier for you? Or can I help you with something? Or what what you can do is also do the chores together. Make it a little bit quality time. If you have to put off, put out the garb, garbage, you can do it together. Or do the dishes together. If you do it together, it's also a little bit of act of service. And it's maybe even a bit, little bit of quality time. So you can combine it a little bit. I like to uh, help people sometimes with stuff as well. Uh, when I was with my boyfriend for a month in Sweden, he needed to work outdoors and I was always at home working from home so for me it was pretty easy to just vacuum or clean the kitchen or do stuff like that so that when he came home everything was clean and I know he likes that so it's an easy way of expressing your love as well or you can just bring breakfast in bed if you have a hard time doing this I never will make breakfast in bed that's not my style making coffee maybe but breakfast in bed no sorry (laughs) but yeah i think acts of service is it is a nice one you can it's easily combined and sometimes it just that you need to offer that you can help so i sometimes ask my mom can i help you in the kitchen and she will always say no and i know that but by offering it she does feel seen and loved a little bit more i hope all right and then the last one this is my love language and that is physical touch And that's about feeling love when you receive physical signs of affection. So it can be kissing or holding hands, cuddling on the couch, hugging. A lot of people think that it's mostly about sex, but it doesn't have to be about sex. Of course, it's it's a small part of it, but it's so much more. And you can also have physical touch as a love language towards your family. It does, and then of course it's not sex. So that's why I, I really want to point it out that it's not all about sex. But I think this can be a difficult one for certain people because certain people are really not that physical. And I notice that I have this uh, love language way more towards my partner than I have it towards my family or friends. So sometimes for me it's hard to hug a friend when. That doesn't feel like that's our connection. And with a lover, it makes total sense. So it can be that you have this one with certain people and not with others as well. But if you have this as a love language, you need to make make sure that your partner understands that. Because otherwise you can feel very unseen with this one. And it's actually kind of funny that um, me and my boyfriend have this love language pretty high on our list. And when we met that we were in a hostel in Gran Canaria. And... I know that the people that were with us in the hostel, they came a day after we met and they really felt that we have been together for such a long time because we were so in sync with our way of touching each other, like cuddling or touching our hands when someone walked past or stuff like that. So it's, I think it's a, a nice memory of our relationship that uh, 
yeah, people thought that we were to the, together way longer than that we actually were. We were like, yeah, no, we met yesterday. <laughs> that was funny. But yeah, this is um, this can be a hard one. So you really need to discuss this one if this is not synced up as a love language. But I think you can still really look at someone's body language to see if someone needs more attention because people that have this will be more physical anyway so they will lean in a little bit more towards you if they're close so make sure you pay attention to that and if this is your your love language make sure that you make intimacy a priority and if you 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 struggle this with this one it might be if you want to combine love languages a little bit if your love language is receiving gifts and physical touches the love language of your partner you might want to give a massage that might be a nice gift to give so you, you can combine it a little bit and i think maybe it's not about really about this one but i think for a lot of people it might be a good idea to have like date night, I think it's more quality time, but I think you can also combine it a little bit with the other love languages. So for me, the most important thing about these love languages is that you can, you you know which five ingredients are out there and you can combine them all a little bit and make sure that you use them in the way that you want to use them, but also the way that your partner or your family wants to receive love and it's funny that I, re- I record this of course now that my niece is here and she is still young so she's still developing in her ways of expressing and receiving love and I really like to experiment a little bit with it not that I'm gonna withhold anything but I really like to notice how she reacts to every way of expressing my love so it, it's a nice thing to pay attention to So I hope you learned a lot during this episode, or maybe not, but that's also fine. Maybe it was just a confirmation of what you already knew. I am a little bit interested to hear if you have other tips for people about expressing a love language or to combine it. And if you want to know more about the love language in business, let me know. You can reach me on Instagram and you can check out the link in the show notes. And this was it for today. So I will talk to you later in the next episode. Ciao. Thank you for getting along on my journey and listening to another episode of Fearless Adventure. Would you like more information on the topic of this episode? Then take a look at the show notes on fearlessadventure.nl. Give your opinion or want to screenshot this episode on Instagram, you can find me and tag me on Instagram at fearless. That is V-E-E-R-L-E-Z, fearless. Can't wait to hear from you and see you next time.